uh, Black Arachnia is tussling with uh, Jetstorm, and he's like, Listen, bitch, I don't care who you think I am. Silverbolt has left the building. Capiche? You oh. might have been keen on my dick at one point, but lady, <laughs> move on. <laughs> Too much energy. Is one of them a squid? Titor, what have you done? Blah, 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 Beast Wars once and for all. <laughs> it's like, throw her into the compactor. <laughs> well, you don't need this anymore. Why do you always talk to yourself? I simply have a pension for intelligent conversation. Yeah, Say Galavar! No! Say Galavar! <laughs> no! of Too Much Energon, the podcast where we talk about Beast Wars shit and talk shit about Beast Wars. I am one of your hosts, NeoCal. And I am your other host, sent by the Tribe Predicus Council, Covert Agent Ravage, at your service. Covert Agent Ravage. Uh, also known as Christmas about, Age. How do you feel about uh, Covert Agent Siege? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, Christopher Siege, how do you feel about um, this being the 64th episode of Too Much Energon? I uh, we're only five episodes from uh, from the nice one, 69. Um, yeah, so this is Too Much uh, Energon 64. <laughs> we should make a shirt. <laughs> oh yeah, there, there it's Energon 64. Too Much Energon Nintendo 64. <laughs> Yeehaw! <laughs> uh, I haven't heard of it. I um so if anyone is a, anyone who's listening to the audio version of this uh is wondering why I did a very terrible uh ravage impression uh it's because today uh go check out the video version uh because today I found a Transformers War for Cybertron trilogy covert agent ravage figure at my local GameStop and it's pretty uh, cool I'm fucking hyped it's actually two figures who so he doesn't figures. transform he's got there's a cassette figure and then there's the uh he does actually transform he transforms into a cat his uh okay so yeah it, and there's also the cassette that's cool and there's also the cassette which is a redeco of g1 ravage uh this uh covert agent ravage is uh a, a new a new mold based heavily on the the war for cybertron kingdom cheetor figure like if you if you look like he's got like the engineering in the legs is the same. Yeah, I see there. He's got the thick, thick legs. <laughs> thick legs. Yeah. So I'm pretty hyped about that. Um, dude, motherfucker was seventy dollars Canadian, but um, I'm like, well, he he's a uh, pretty hype. Deluxe class figure, and he includes G1 Ravage. He's got a bunch of weapons. And he comes a little cool G1 packaging. Ravage change into a little little Jaguar. Yeah, he does. Um, I still have him in the package. So, yeah. and in fact, I oh think yeah, I'm, yeah, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think I'm actually going to. Uh, 
Um, I think I might actually leave this one in the package, honestly. In Beast Wars, did... Oh, I guess I never thought about it. He, he'd he have three forms in Beast Wars, but we never see, saw his beast mode, did we? No, we didn't. But presumably he'd have three forms, whereas in G1 he had two, a cassette and a jaguar. Yeah. Well, I always assumed in Beast Wars what they did was they essentially anthropomorphized his jaguar form. Oh, so he still had two forms. It's just one was the humanoid. The humanoid one. cat, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, that, when he like became a Predacon, right? Yeah. Makes when sense. He, when he was reprogrammed and rebuilt as a Predacon, as Gary Primal randomly <laughs> info dumped on us in that episode. That's what so a crazy. <laughs> what a crazy episode that was. Crazy yeah. times with his uh, uh, Klingon bird of prey. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm pretty pretty hyped to to get my hands on that Ravage. I honestly didn't think I was gonna find him anywhere, but uh, I went to a GameStop near my work place after I got off work today, and uh, found four of them there. So uh, I'm like, shit. So immediately, I took a picture of them and texted uh, my friend and colleague Duncan, who was on uh, episode 57 of Too Much Energon. I texted him and I was like, my man, sent him a picture and was like, there are four of these here. I'm taking one of them. And he responded with, shit, how much are they? And I'm like, $70. And he's like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm doing it. Thanks for the heads up. <laughs> 70. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, like 70 plus tax. I think I paid like 72 something. Oh, the, oh right. Because... Is the edge card discount? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you like I've explained on the show before, I think, but the the edge discount uh, uh, actually pays off when you're buying like a lot of figures and stuff like that, especially when you're buying a lot of like, you know, leader class like seventy dollar transformers. Saving that ten percent, ten percent, ten percent, and that shit adds up. Like my, it's how much is the platinum for a year? Ten bucks. Yeah. So like basically all I need to do is buy like a leader class and a deluxe class figure and it I I've broken even basically with the discount. Mhm. And you're going to be going there anyway. Isn't it interesting how EB Games is slowly Well, well it's wait, GameStop. Wait a now. second, right? That's right. It's just GameStop in Canada now. Yeah. Um it, for the longest times it was eb games um I, I don't know why they it took them so goddamn long to change it like gamestop bought them like over a decade ago long ass time ago right yeah it was i can't anyways besides that like it's transitioning into a toy store really well i i for the first time in a long time i went into one mm -hmm. like sometime last month holy cow I mean, they still have game accessories like everywhere and but whatever. But there was like the games take up a lot less real estate in the in the store than they used to. Like it takes like a, a it doesn't backpack even... and sock section <laughs> and board games like the it's... one in uh, 
uh the one in hillside mall there that's like the one the game, i went to yeah yeah the like if you look like the games don't even take up like one entire wall of the store anymore no no they take up like like three quarters in of the... one wall yeah and then like literally then then like the rest of the store wrap around of the store is just like action figures and like socks and hats and makes sense yeah, no, I'm I'm fine with it. I don't fucking buy retail games anymore, so yeah. Hell, so, I, my console doesn't even have a disc drive. There you go. Uh, so other than which, uh, the Ravage, uh, which, which um, uh, sometimes when I go in there, they'll be like, "Oh, are you interested in pre-ordering any new games? We got blah blah coming out." And I'm like, "I have a Series S," and they're like, "Oh, okay." I mean, they just stopped. Understood. Have a nice day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Series S, the the inferior, the technically inferior of the new Xbox consoles. But you know what? I've I've had one since March. Haven't had any fucking complaints. Games run, look look great. Uh, if you set it to performance mode, uh, they run at like sixty frames. Uh, it's complete but uh games like backward compatible games like i just replayed through metal gear solid 2 on my series s recently yeah silent hill 2 i'm playing through silent hill homecoming going back to a lot of old games lately yeah you've been uh sharing clips clips of them i know i lost two twitter followers in uh, the ensuing madness of uploading screenshots from Silent Hill and Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> I was going to say, anybody that possibly listens to the show, any of the stuff we do, I yeah. challenge them not to find like four hours worth of us talking about Metal Gear Solid. So, yeah. I shared I shared this one video on Twitter of uh, from Metal Gear Solid Two. What? It's, the, it's this bit where um, uh, Snake and Otacon do this like secret handshake and transition into a hug. And I I uploaded it and I was like Siege and Neo Cal energy. <laughs> I I really love that. Yeah, it's like a uh, I can't remember quite how it how they ended up doing it, but it's man, I forgot how good those games were. <laughs> I need to go back. Go back yeah, and um, the old maximal try. Yeah, I, uh, I I replayed through Metal Gear Solid Two uh, in its entirety recently because the uh, at the time of recording, which is November eleventh, twenty twenty one, two days from now is the twentieth anniversary of the release of MGS Two. Twenty years. <laughs> uh, so when I when I realized that the twentieth anniversary of that game was looming and that it's still my favorite installment in that series. And I, I've talked about that before, yeah. but um, hell, I think I talked about it on last week's podcast. Yeah. So what, one of them, what, one of them, we, this we one. do, let's go with this one. We do, we do a lot of shows people. Um, but uh, wait, when I realized that the, the 20th anniversary was looming, I decided to dive back into it and uh, yeah, it mostly holds up. Uh, there's a lot more uh, soapy melodrama, uh, like very, very corny melodrama in the story that uh, I didn't really pick up on as much when I was, you know, 
16, 17, but now I'm just like, lol, <laughs> rolling my eyes to it. Uh, also, the the uh, high frequency blade mechanics are fucking garbage and feel like a half baked idea from a 20 year old game. So it makes the the, the katana. Yeah. It makes so it makes the final fight against Solidist fucking infuriating. I you mean the controls how they've translated to new consoles or the original and only controls for it? Uh well, I I was playing it on uh the Metal Gear Solid Two, uh the HD version of Metal Gear Solid Two from the uh Metal Gear Solid HD collection from two thousand eleven. I was playing that version on my Series S through backward compatibility. And the controls for the high frequency blade using the right stick, uh, it's it's terrible. Because uh, I, I remember playing the like the original when it came out. And let me tell you, we spent hours thinking that we weren't doing it right. It's, yeah it's it was not good no it's bad and it's, it's so bad it, it's even worse now than i remember i think maybe like 20 <laughs> years ago i was just more forgiving of it but now i'm like i'm like okay i am literally like i am taking damage unnecessarily because Trying like for what because for out. whatever reason he just decides to jab to the right instead of attacking now forward I, i'm remembering a lot now <laughs> yeah um, it's in so theory, fucking bad. In theory, it, it could be badass, I, right? I, like you're you're right and left and forward, and you could deflect bullets. In theory, but that's not actually how the game. <laughs> that, that's really not goes. how it plays out. No, no. You're like, oh, I'm gonna be deep throat now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be a, a robo ninja. Deep throat. From Shadow Moses, Mr. Rex, then. <laughs> Colonel, I'm with Emma Emmerich. We've managed to avoid drowning. <laughs> that we've managed to avoid drowning. Voice line? Just the way he says it, the way the line is so delivered. It's, it's like nonchalant, like, oh, we've reached checkpoint B. We've managed to avoid drowning. It's, no, he he says it with this like, I uh, he he says that, it with this like chipper, vig- with this like vigor in his voice. He's like, Ryden "We've has. managed to avoid drowning." Yeah, that's closer to it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just that chipper, but he he's not like worried about yeah, it when he says yeah. it. People are probably listening. Like, what are they talking about? It's a voice line that have, has lived in my head for twenty fucking years. Yeah, same. And the memes didn't help either. <laughs> Raiden, turn the game console off. <laughs> when when GW starts going all haywire. Right. And uh, what an insane game. Yeah. Uh, speaking of insanity, uh, the, listeners, this is episode 64 of Too Much Energon. And this week we are talking about the 13th and final episode of season one of Beast Machines, end of the line. Beast Machines, season one finale. Originally aired on December 18th, 1999. What a what a crisp what a crisp true Christmas gift this episode would have been. Yeah. Back in 1999. 
Uh, except for me, because I didn't like this show back in 1999. <laughs> you were too cool. I, I was like too cool. I, I'm definitely not cool anymore. Which is a perfect time for us to watch it. <laughs> yeah. It's a perfect time for us to do a like 100 episode uh, podcast about Beast Wars shit. Yep. Yeah, we're, we're reaching it. Yeah. We're, oh, I, I've, I've got that shit mapped out. Episode 100. Actually, I think, um, I think if we stick to the the revised schedule that I have, we we will and we cover everything that we've talked about covering so far. Mm-hmm. It'll take us to episode ninety nine. Yeah, I was gonna say, is it? Is and then it at, really one hundred, but and, close. and then it and then at that point, I'm like, yeah, well, we can just do an episode one hundred where we just like bullshit for like three yeah. hours. Yeah, just talk about beast wars in general. Invite some people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have a have a have a big shebang and then figure out what to do with the show from there. Yeah. Um so the show it opens really cool going through Megatron's um are they like at the root of where his like yeah, they're they're at they're in his server room basically. Yeah, and all of those things coming from the ceiling going way down into this like server room those are the things connected to like the back of his head uh his like 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 um hacking suit right yeah yeah his uh control suit if you will so uh uh yeah so rat traps doing some hacking he's and doing he fig- a hack he's doing some hacking and he figures out that uh um uh he figures some stuff out I'm drawing a blank i did watch this earlier i've watched this episode there, three times now because um boss monkey thinks that the oracle's vision was tampered with right right and uh, i like the scene because cheetor is running away because some tank drums come and um but he's in his transform mode his his uh, robot form and uh, he's holding on to Cheetor's tail. I yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah and Rattrat, like, uh, yeah. When Cheetor sees the the tank drones, he's like, he's like, all right, time to go. And Rattrap's like, no way, this is important. And Rat, uh, Cheetor just grabs him anyway and like rips his tail right out of the, uh, right out of. Oh the, yeah. The, he, the hack he hacks report. with his tail. I don't know if we ever mentioned that on the show. Oh, oh we've talked about that a, yeah. a bunch. I, I've uh, I've compared it to R two D two. This is where yeah, that's right. This is where um your fabled uh, vine grenades come in handy. Yes, that I started talking about like two episodes ago. Two episodes ago, and I'm like, what? What are what? you talking about, bud? <laughs> yeah, I was like full in full rotundo mode because like I had I I got into a bit of a. Uh, well, let's just say I really enjoyed these episodes and I got so into it that I ended up binging like all the way, like halfway through up to see ha- up to halfway through season two of Beast Machines uh, just in one sitting because I was so fucking into it. I, and this episode is is I almost wanted to keep watching and I'm like, yeah. no, no, I must stay strong. I, yeah. I you really like this episode. <laughs> yes, you you are stronger. You are stronger than I, good sir. 
Um, so they take off after using like the vine grenades. And I guess these grenades, um, when they explode, they have that goop, that like bio goop. Yeah. In it. And a bunch of vines just grow out and they entangle the tank, making them inoperable. So that's cool. That's cool. Um, I don't know if I necessarily buy that uh, a bunch of vines could hold a like giant mechanical death machine for very long. But I feel like I feel like they grow into it and like disrupt the wiring and the circuitry. That's that's kind of how what I thought. Maybe. 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 Maybe doesn't really go into it so it shows a giant computer chip with a bunch kind of look the platform looks like a computer chip and there's a whole bunch of tank drones and they all have that key and they're like laser shot now yeah the yeah the, the key to uh sigma balls yeah now all of the tank drones have the sigma sigma ball laser and the, the sigma ballers the sigma ballers if you were well, <laughs> sigma ballers <laughs> It's the 69 Sigma Ballers. And what do we got? We got Tank Knox being like, aha, perfect. This will signify the final destruction of Megatron. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and ruin all, or what does he say? Destroy all organic life. Yeah including Megatron. So, well, now that all these tank drones have uh, all got a matching set of car keys, uh, I don't need to worry about keeping uh, the keys to the old pickup truck on me. And just in case, you know, I have one too many beers, you know, 12 might be too many. So I might, I might have to, uh, might have to get a designated uh, tank driver, you know? So might as well give them all a copy. <laughs> Uh, and so I never thought about it until now, but if according to Megatron's vision, Tank Knox is the superior being because he's just mechanical. Right. But, but Megatron's Megatron, afraid of... Megatron is also an egomaniac, though. So he still thinks he's the right guy for the job, even though he has this He flaw. won't depart... Has from this his form with him within him what he perceives to be a flaw despite that he's still an egomaniac so he still thinks that he's the person who should run things well of course he doesn't want to lie after all of his hard work he's not going to lie over and let tank knock stick over i mean and then, you no <laughs> exactly even if i had a change of heart no <laughs> still Still the the boss man, and indeed I, I uh, created you, you piece of shit. I can destroy you. Don't forget, I still have the keys. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> Locks him down. I mean, that kind of happens later, <laughs> right? <laughs> Don't forget that you may have the Xbox in your room. Yes. But I have the little DVD remote dongle, so you can't watch your favorite shows on it. No. And I've also locked it with parental controls. 
So indeed, uh, he has locked it with parental what, controls. What's that? You want to list rip your Cypress Hills CD to the hard drive? Well, that's that requires parental control nine. And guess what number you are? Six. <laughs> your move, Tangor. Yes. It looks like you will not be jumping around anytime soon. Uh, <laughs> uh, so so indeed, you want to be a rap superstar? Live yeah. large? <laughs> Big house? Five cars? Yes. Have to look over your shoulder constantly. I don't make the rules. No. <laughs> Oh man, people are like, "What the fuck is happening?" Um, so the real uh, life translation I, I, is—I'm very sleep deprived right now. So what we kind of just made up it is actually, in a weird way, exactly what what fucking happens here. Um, yeah, he tries to uh, use his Xbox, aka he tries to take control of all of the tank drones, and it doesn't work. He tries again, and it doesn't work. Yeah, because remember last episode speaking to uh to to megatron through a uh, guilty spark he told megatron that he should only outfit the tank drones with the key to vector sigma lest his two remaining vehicon generals get ambitious and decide to betray him yep and, and so, so now at the beginning of this episode tank Knox is now trying to trying use to the backdoor program to to take them over and uh well, it turns out he doesn't have control of the tank drones anymore. Nope. Parental lock, bitch. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, Tank Knox decides that, uh, well, if he if he can't uh, take control of the key to Vector Sigma and uh, uh, unleash like the ultimate doomsday weapon uh, himself, he'll just get. Uh, get Megatron he, too. He'll get he'll uh, manipulate Megatron too, and uh, how he goes about that is uh, by giving uh, Gary Primal a Doomsday weapon of his own. This is very like Cold War shit, right? Yeah, proxy war bullshit. Bait. Yeah, Cuba. Yeah, C Cuban <laughs> missile. This is some Cuban missile crisis type shit right yeah. here. Kind of actually, <laughs> yeah. it is. Yeah, I was. I I didn't pick up on that the first time I watched this episode. But well, when as soon I, as you said Cold War, I was like, "Yeah, Cuba." Yeah, yeah. But when I when I was watching it earlier, I'm like, "This plan is very like Cold War, like U.S. Russia Cuban Missile Crisis type shit." Uh, they 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 have a they have doomsday nukes. They could launch at any time, so we should launch our doomsday nukes first. Yeah. And um, boy, oh boy, this episode threw me for a loop. And the person to show restraint was not the person I expected. And the person to press the big red button was not the person I expected. But we'll get into we'll, that. We'll get there. It was a it was an oh shit moment. Also, and I'll talk about it when we when we get to it. There was a moment that like in this episode that actually like having having followed these characters like all the way from like the beginning of beast wars planet energon all the way to this moment there's a moment later on in this episode that actually like kind of choked me up and made me sad mm. and it's it it's something tag does and i'll i'll talk about it when we get there 
but it 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 genuinely like kind of hurt. Mm-hmm. So, well, on that subject, before we continue, say what you want about uh, Beast Machines. Definitely not for everyone. Whatever, right? Um, if you compare them directly, we've said it before. Best best Beast Wars is season one. Beast Wars, hundred um, percent. But I feel like there's kind of more character development in Beast Machines. And there's only been 13 episodes. You can tell that there is a overarch. You you can tell that they they had an overarching story written out ahead of time before they started actually like. Whereas in Beast Beast Wars, they were kind of just winging it. And they were winging it. They were freelance writers. Ian Ware, uh, <laughs> um, friend of the show. Ian Ware, friend of the show. Um, even he mentioned right like. They're hiring. That's not a thing that TV shows do anymore. They have uh, full-time writers, like yeah, a writing have, room. They, they, yeah, they have writers' rooms. They have they have writing staff. Um, and part of that kind of makes me sad. I, I think sitcoms, like uh, uh, syndicated sitcoms and network TV sitcoms, I think they still have freelance writers. Oh, okay. Huh. Shows shows what I know. But yeah, you can definitely tell that there's <laughs> that there are different writers for Beast Wars. Yeah. For for better or worse, um it's it's a it's a fun weird romp. Well, and there mm-hmm. there are different writers uh uh for different episodes in this show, but they reuse a lot of the same writers and yeah. they were going off of a uh they were going off of a overall like 26 episode like grand plot line that uh uh bob skur and mark and uh let's see the guy's name marty eisenberg uh that they had planned out in advance right so and it it it, it shows like there there there's definitely been like no nothing in this show feels like filler there's been some episodes that have been that haven't been as great as others, but uh, yeah, you can say that like, oh, and now they fight people is a filler, but there, there's those no overall are pretty short. There, there's no overall filler episodes, is what I mean. Every episode of this show so far uh, contributes. Even if we don't like it, the overall plot, like yeah. the ones we haven't liked, we did acknowledge that there were significant plot advancements. Yeah, and we'll 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 talk about that more on uh, next week's episode. Yeah. Uh, so what's happening here? Uh, a vision from the Oracle, like uh, Gary Primal has has never seen. Um, the Oracle's like, hey, you it's suck. a big old doomsday weapon. <laughs> and he's like, oh, of course, the Oracle wants me to go and find this dangerous weapon. And I'm like. <laughs> And uh, does yeah. she? <laughs> it's like, dude, weren't weren't you weren't you saying that the the oracle seems like it had been tampered with? And indeed, yeah, Cheetor brings that up later on. Yeah, like maybe we shouldn't be listening to the tampered with oracle. <laughs> uh, and I lo- I love Cheetor's um confidence. He's like, we're all we're we all stand with you, Optimus, and with Cheetor's new we- or sorry, Rat Trap's new weapons, they. 
those tank drones don't stand a chance. And he has like an angry little kitty boy face. And I'm like, new weapons. There's like three dozen tank drones. Well, how, how many grenades do you guys have? Well, yeah, and that that's uh, an issue that I have. I don't necessarily agree that like literally like almost literally like burning it all to the ground, which is what Optimus wants to do. I don't agree that that's necessarily maybe the best option, but Cheetor's plan here is like, yeah, we'll throw grenades at them to <laughs> to restrain them. And I'm like, that's kind of small potatoes. Or when you have like, short-term solutions too, but it's not going to win you the, the beast wars once and for all. The, the beast machine wars, the machine wars once the and machine for all. Wars, there we go. <laughs> we got there. <laughs> no, it's uh, actual kind of... name of a toy line, a short-lived uh, toy line in, uh, from like 1997, Machine Wars. So Tank uh, Nugs is, but yeah, but, but yeah, it 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 just felt very like, dude, this is one of these is like way too high. One of these is like 11 out of 10, and the other one is like a two out of 10 <laughs> solution. <laughs> Whatever you do, we're going to back you, Optimus. And with Rat Trap's new weapons, we can't lose. And it's like, what? You each can hold like four of these things? What if you miss? <laughs> what if I, you miss? <laughs> then vines just grow on like a, on a fucking highway somewhere. <laughs> Dang, damn it. They've disrupted traffic. <laughs> I mean, I guess those, they could... those Those bestial bastards. They have verticality advantage to them. For example, I haven't seen a set of stairs anywhere in Beast Machines. <laughs> right? And it would make sense because why would Cybertron have stairs when they all have vehicle modes? Yeah. Have you but, ever seen a tank drone try to go up or down stairs? No, but it would be pretty funny if the, the entrance to the maximal base <laughs> was just like a set of eight stairs. I, I just know, imagine could get in. <laughs> you remember in uh, in RoboCop the bit where uh, uh, Robo is at OCP headquarters and he's fighting Ed Two Hundred Nine and he goes into the stairwell and Ed Two Hundred Nine follows him and starts like trying to like awkwardly like step down the stairs and then goes like tumbling over. Yeah, and just defeats himself. Yeah, Genius. yeah. <laughs> I, I I imagine that that's I imagine that that's what like a tank drone trying to go downstairs would look like. Yeah, so I think they should just make a spiral staircase to their base and call it a day. Yeah. Yeah, the um the uh jet drones wouldn't be able to fly down it too small. Tank drones would just die. <laughs> uh and the motorcycles probably too. Uh yeah. Or make a series of like like children's uh like monkey bars. Okay. To get to, to a place like a whole bunch of things that require a beast form mm. to thwart them, right? Like legs and feet required. Maybe there's like a tire swing somewhere. <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm getting at. Uh, yeah, but Cheetor wouldn't be able to use the monkey bars, though. No? No, oh, he's got paws. Not he's in his paws. robot form. Yeah, I guess that's true. Although his tall, masculine, thick-thighed robot form. 
it, he he's got a he's got a sprinter he's got sprinter's legs is what he's yeah got. he does yeah so the maximals are transformed um and if i recall that means they can be detected right yeah but they don't give indeed. a shit they're just walking like a boss they're just walking and uh something happens here that i found really funny because we shit talk this all the time uh they're like hey hey gary why are we just walking around in robot form when we can be detected and gary's like i have my reasons and I'm not ready to share them or something like that. And it's like, he, he literally does like a, a thing that we have like poked fun at for, for ages. I, I forgot now. about that, but I was going to mention it. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the fact that uh, like things would just be much more clear if he just filled his troops in on shit. Like they might be, I have my reasons. More. Okay. But like, can you take 10 seconds and tell us Yeah, what they are? <laughs> Fuck. Man, and it's one thing if the information could be leaked or the information could hurt them, but it's not. It's it's always things that could help them if they knew. Yeah, like you know, telling oh, them what the that. plan is. Only only primal does that. Yeah. Fuck, man, I I don't get that. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ! Uh, yeah, so they come dead across- end. So. He says open sesame and um, like a secret passage opens. Yeah, basically. And they're like old Cybertron. You know, like Futurama, how there's like old New York, like underneath the, the all the ruins are are underneath like new New York. Uh, that's vaguely. what it I seems barely, like they I are. watched Futurama. It seems like that's where they are right now. They're in like old Cybertron, like beneath the, the plumbing and the, the streets. Of the surface, it's and indeed like they, they find got, a workable elevator. It seems like they got here pretty quick too. Yep, they just strolled in. They found a secret door that the Oracle told them about. Yep, and open uh, sesame, like you said. Yeah, and an elevator takes them right to a nuke, so to speak. Basically, and I found this really, really odd. I I don't know. So it's. It's this like mythical thing. It's the great plasma chamber of Cybertron. They find it in a few minutes. Yeah, and <laughs> what is the purpose of this thing? Like it's supposed like apparently opening it up uh destroys all technological life, like all machinery on Cybertron. Why is that a thing? Especially like, on Cybertron. Especially on Cybertron. Like, why Why have you created a genocide weapon? It's, yeah. Who, who created the genocide weapon? Why is it there? How, how, how does just plasma energy, which is kind of a nebulous thing, how does plasma mm. energy destroy oh, yeah. good, good ev- everything mechanical on when the When was it made? <laughs> how, how is there enough quote-unquote plasma energy in this like relatively small uh cylindrical chamber to engulf the planet with a big old m on it with a big old m for for some reason yeah like m for for (laughs) matrix actually funny enough the m kind of reminds me of the targeting reticle on uh, enzo matrix's uh mechanical eye in reboot 
Oh, <laughs> it does. Uh, and listeners, if you want to hear us talk about reboot, uh, which is what we're, which is what I was uh, referencing there, go check out our podcast, Alpha Numeric, where we do this, but we talk about reboot. Yeah. And what happens when they're down here looking at this weird doomsday device? Um, like a digging drone finds them. Yeah. And they all freak out and Primal says, back to beast mode. And then plasma, and then he like unleashes plasma energy. A little bit of plasma energy, not too much. Uh, just destroys. enough, just a taste. Yeah, to, to, that to, destroys their pursuers. Yeah, uh, so I guess you can, like, he remotely, he's connected to it now. Right? Yeah. Something about him being close to the Oracle. Yeah. He's, he's connected to this now that he's found it, right? Yeah, the quote-unquote Oracle. And... <laughs> Spoilers for later on. We 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 find out how he uh, he uh, happens upon this. So his eyes go green, and green lightning shoots out, and completely no explosion, no like puff of smoke. It just kind of zaps, and there's like a little bit of bright light, and the the uh, drone's gone. Yeah, they're vaporized, like completely. Yeah, seems pretty fucking bad idea considering that they're part technological. It, yeah, it like, but for, for example, it doesn't say that it would replace them, right? Like, think about that. Like, let's say that worked on somebody with a pacemaker. It's not going to fix his heart. He's not yeah. going to have a pacemaker, and he'll just die, <laughs> right? Like, these guys are part technological. Yeah, they're they're technorganic in both beast mode and robot form yeah like they would die too unless they're missing something so if they're like you could say that them being in beast mode they would be protected by this plasma energy oh uh, okay i see well, that's why he said to beast mode to beast just mode. to be safe but their beast modes are technorganic as well yeah i could i could see that working if they still had their beast wars beast modes which are almost they actually had like flesh and <laughs> yeah yeah they yeah titanium uh, exoskeleton <laughs> uh, endoskeleton <laughs> living tissue over metal endoskeleton that's what they were in beast yeah. wars right yeah um, um but not I, not here like i can see a bunch of circuitry and wiring and armor on primal's beast mode arms yeah they're 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 essentially cyborgs yeah, and that's what I meant with like the pacemaker thing. They're cyborgs. They're not just going to turn into a real gorilla. They're, they're going to probably be in agony for a few seconds before they die. So, yeah. I'm, <laughs> which maybe is Tank Knox's plan all along? Well, maybe? he he bets in the wrong horse, Tank Knox. That's all I'm, <laughs> I'm going to say. Well, he he wants what he wants is yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, what he wants is he wants uh, whatever. Uh, oh, jump, wants. <laughs> jumping ahead a little bit. Um, yeah. uh, Tank Knox was the one. It wasn't the Oracle. It was Tank Knox who implanted yeah. this in Gary's head. Which and means his... Tank Knox had found it first. Yeah, yeah. And pro <laughs> pr 
yeah, off off screen. Yeah, probably uh, during his uh, time with the or Guilty Sparks time in the Oracle. Mm. Um, so he I like has, the scene though. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to talk about Cheetor talking him down, but uh, re- real quick. So he has given Gary access to this technological doomsday weapon uh, in order to galvanize Megatron. Galvanize Galvatron. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> uh, to in order to to galvanize Megatron into um, uh, just using the key to Vector Sigma and like destroying all organic life and Megatron himself in the process. Right to to spook Megatron into into acting first, and that's what I was first and that cold. The, the 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 Cold War Cuban Missile Crisis thing that I was uh, mentioning earlier. But keep in mind, there's two things. One, Megatron's in charge Ooh. of the whole planet, and there's only a few Maximals. He's not so afraid of the Maximals that he's ready to wipe himself out potentially, right? Well, and, and two, indeed, who knows in- Primal more? Like Megatron knows him pretty well, just like well, Tank. Well, yeah, and indeed, uh, Megatron doesn't take the bait. He and is like, he's like, huh, that pussy Gary Primal doesn't have the stomach for mass genocide. Do no. it, do it, bitch. I dare you. I double dare you. <laughs> I double dog dare you. I double monkey dare you. I double. Yes. Wait, what? No. <laughs> wait, no. What? Uh-huh. Um. Well, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but like, like fucking what? long story short, like one of them presses the button and it's not Megatron. Yeah. One fires the nukes and it isn't Megatron, but, but in, uh, you, you wanted scene, to talk about uh Cheetor. in this scene here. Um, Primal's getting ready to, to use it. Uh, the, the plasma bomb and Cheetor is like, okay, but wait, uh maybe we shouldn't because what you're talking about is armageddon it'll destroy all transformer life too yeah and their their bodies and and stuff right like and it's like this is just as bad as what megatron wants to do yeah and even i was thinking i'm like aren't you're trying to save the sparks of all of the cybertronians who if weren't you don't have them body yeah go yeah ahead. they who who weren't beast formers they were just like regular like we saw a fucking sound wave yeah he was just walking around with nights night scream <laughs> yeah like so like they, they the goal here is to save all of the sparks but like what what gary's planning to do here is going to like destroy all of their bodies and we've seen that like a lot of their bodies still exist in scrapyards but just like hanging out yeah yeah so i i i don't know it's a it's it's a questionable plan and cheetor best moment in beast machine so far he's like hold on that's something megatron would do not primal but remember you told us gary that the oracle had been tampered with so maybe we should just think about it so, so and maybe he talks to on. him really calmly and respectfully. Mm-hmm. So I, man, I they did a good job at at the different ways Cheetor's growing 
in this. Yeah, he's I'm, talking I'm, to him like an equal now instead of when he was trying to take over. Yeah. Or in like the early days of uh, Beast Wars where he was just kind of a dippy kid. And he kind of wanted to break orders. Yeah. The rebellious part. Yeah. Um, well, and here Gary is like, very diplomatically is like, okay, Cheetor, as second in command, what do you think we should do? I, I loved that. I loved that. I was like, oh, both of these characters have grown so much. <laughs> then I had to laugh though, because like Cheetor follows. Yes, it up with, I love this. I I fucking love this so much. Go ahead. He follows it up with like, well, first we take a bunch of uh, rat traps, like plant bombs. <laughs> Uh, and his eyes kind of like circle around as if he's thinking <laughs> and the way he says it too he's like first we armor selves with rat traps new seed grenades <laughs> like, is that what they're called i i guess i i guess yeah um and we we t- keep the tank drones uh occupied and uh and then rat trap can can hack the, the computer core and 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 win the machine wars once and for all. <laughs> and he looks all excited. And man, they did a good job of this cat face. Fuck. Um, because his eyes are really wide at the end. And they all look at, at Primal like, oh, what the fuck? Like, that's not bad. Yeah, the, the, the CG in this Primal's anime. like, right? The, the CG and, and animation in this show, I think mostly holds up. Like it's yeah. yeah, it's a little dated, but like it doesn't it doesn't look bad. And the and the animations in particular, like the facial animations and whatnot, still look great. The way Black Arachnia walks looks like a fucking spider to the point that it disturbs me. It looks like a spider scurrying. <laughs> I'll give them that. Yeah. So the the animations in particular of this show hold up wonderfully. Yeah, and so Primal kinda he he does this eyebrow thing where he like looks at all the other maximals and he's like let's do it yeah so and i'm like man yeah so on him they're yeah. reasonable they're they're they make mistakes and man i i like it and we see a weird um crystal ball drone for the first time this is what <laughs> this is how <laughs> this is right the, yeah 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 this finally be... it's like somebody on the writing staff was like have we ever explained how like Megatron or Tank Knox like are looking at these things for like the first time in all of Beast Wars and Beast Machines? And it's like everyone else in the writing room turned and looked at this guy and they were like, go on. <laughs> what if there's a crystal ball drone? And indeed, here it is. It took all of Beast Wars and 13 episodes of Beast Machines. This is what they're looking through. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever they're looking through um Megatron's crystal ball or uh, Tank Knox's iPad. Yeah. Which he smashed <laughs> multiple times, but still has. I swear he's thrown this thing on the ground and broken it like three times. Uh, perhaps he has an Apple Care Plus plan. <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, I can't tell you the number of these that I've ran over with the, the old riding lawnmower after uh, one, two couple too many beers on a nice Saturday afternoon. <laughs> so got to get that Apple care to uh, uh, want to get a new iPad post haste. 
And um, what is this is what I mean by like he he bets on the wrong horse. Uh, Guilty Sparks like, hey, he's not doing it. Didn't you want him to do the thing? Yeah. And Take Knox is like, <laughs> Guilty Spark, you're a dumbass. <laughs> no, I just want Megatron to know that Gary has access to the big big M bomb, and that'll put him into action. And I'm like, couldn't you have just told Gulp Guilty Spark? that primal found it instead of actually bringing primal there well he think uh, about that he, he wanted he wanted to create stakes but he could have just told the the um what's it called the operator to, guilty spark little megatron drone the, the diagnostic the diagnostic drone diagnostic drone he could have told the drone to go tell megatron that primal found that so now he put a really dangerous weapon in primal's hands just to push megatron to do something i would admire that if he was full-on like uh you know agent of chaos like pulls out his sick takes a big swig of beer and pulls out a six shooter and starts firing into the air and is like yeah let the chips fall where they may burn this motherfucker down Woo! i'm like a dog chasing cars i wouldn't know what to do with what if i caught it but I know I try to fuck it. I just do things. <laughs> uh, oh, Christ. And we um, cut to Megatron and he's like, he found what? What? <laughs> <laughs> the, the voice actors have way more fun on this show than Beast Wars. They go bananas in this. We, we pointed that out in the first few episodes. Well, not that they go bananas, but they they give much more nuanced performances. Where I think uh, actually in Beast Wars they were having like more fun, like they get a lot zanier. But in this oh, show, the, the plot is zanier. Yeah. No, and even in uh, I I was watching an interview with uh, with David K on uh, the the Beast Machines DVD, and he was saying that uh, the 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 they 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 were like given a lot more freedom to do like more fun and like goofy and improvy things on Beast Wars, whereas in Beast Machines it was a lot more serious. And he he's like, you know, some of us in the the writers' room actually really liked the 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 tone of Beast Machines, and you know, not all of us did. But he didn't name names or anything. But yeah, um, but, but what you gonna do? But Beast Machines did give us ooh. <laughs> That's true. Oh fuck! That is, uh, listeners. Uh, I'm going to be making a, a a new intro for for too much energon uh, in the next couple of weeks here, and uh, that that sound bite is definitely going to be part of it. At ten seventeen in this episode, when Megatron goes, "They did what?" I I really like that that line too. No, they found what? Yeah, yeah. Too much energon. So the way Megatron finds out, this is the point I was trying to make earlier, is um, the diagnostic drone tells Megatron that they found the, oh, frick, what is the M-bomb called? Uh, the the uh, plasma chamber core. The, the plasma core chamber or whatever. I Something thought that was like only a myth. Um, and again, 
he finds out because the diagnostic drone tells him uh, they could the, have uh, just lied and told him that Primal found that anyway without actually giving the keys to a I, nuke. I, I like with, with when uh, uh, real quick when um, uh, when when Megatron make says about like oh I, oh I thought that was just a myth and I like uh, uh, the diagnostic drones follow up. He's like he's like. Uh, Yes, and you did, oh, but you also thought that the key to Vector Sigma was a myth as well. Are you sensing a pattern here? <laughs> and he's like, hmm. You, uh, you're pretty, what's the term? Big uh, for your britches? Yeah, yeah. Diagnostic drone is uh, exhibiting way too much personality. Too much personality. Too much to the point gumption. that Megatron <laughs> to the point that Megatron is noticing. Too much sass. <laughs> too much sass. There you go. Um. And so, what's this giant thing coming out of the middle of the Megadome? <laughs> I guess we'll find Megadome. out. Um, I. I no, I didn't I, catch I, that the first time. I giant laser? Is, I, I think it is a a, a giant uh, uh, vector sigma key apparatus. Ah, uh, like a yeah, yeah. Uh, and we cut to that bam, 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 music, and the uh, the maximals rolling into the megadome, baby. Yeah, back to where they were before, and Rat Trap goes back to Megatron's uh, uh, server. Main server. I love and this. Tail fucks it again. Primal like jumps out and he sees the army of jets, jet drones, the army of tank drones, and the um the um motorcycle drones, the, the Tron drones. Yeah. And um he goes for Cybertron and he throws like a dinky little <laughs> grenade <laughs> at the hundreds of drones. <laughs> I don't know why I found that so fucking stupid. Ready to be like jump, like su surprising an army and throwing like a rock at them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? For Cybertron. And it's just like, didn't he have a giant chest blaster that he would redirect en energy? He I haven't seen him use that in a while. For, for Cybertron. And you like leap out with a slingshot. Meanwhile, everyone else <laughs> has fucking bazookas pointed at you. That's literally what is happening here. Pretty They're much. Throwing yeah. vines. Uh, seed bombs um on all the the drones but like they have lasers and guns <laughs> which they managed it... to evade because we we get a bunch of uh shots of like Cheetor running around in like anime speed like throwing seed grenades i love that when he's like the flash and he runs in between them and and they all yeah, like he he's literally running at super speed like he's like sped up yeah it's uh it's pretty cool. Black and something black... happens. They try shooting each other to get rid of the vines, but the vines turn like technological, but they still keep the drones in place. Weird. I just noticed that now. Uh black arachnia uh tussles with well before that, um uh rat trap is interfacing with uh the server and this, this right is by himself down there by himself down there this is something i really wanted to talk about yeah yeah uh, 
he's interfacing with uh, Megatron's server, and we see in his uh, like face shield thing, we see the reflection of Tankor behind him. And then it cuts away to like back to like yeah, and like uh, Cheetor uh, tussles with uh, Thrust, but then, man, we cut to Rattrap in writhing on the ground in beast mode, having been shot with the key to Vector Sigma. So off screen, off screen, Tank Knox came up behind him and shot him with the the Sigma ball balls attack, and. There, there, something about this, like just the way, like Rat Trap is in, like he, he like he's in he's agony. In, he he's in beast mode. He's like writhing in pain. Um, this is the same thing that happened to Night Scream and Black Arachnia, right? It like, is. It'll eventually kill you. Is... It is, yeah. And man, the fact that it's fucking Rhinox. Like, yeah, something about this, like, actually, like, genuinely hurt because, like, they were literally like best friends in Beast Wars. Like, just this really got to me. I'm actually like tearing up a little bit talking about it. And he's kind of going "Eh, uh, uh," like, yeah, in pain. Yeah. And uh, Tank Knox just doesn't give a shit. Oh, yeah. He's like talking to. Um, the diagnostic drone, like ignoring, yeah, slowly dying rat trap, and he's like um, doing the, um, doing the like puppeteering of um, the diagnostic drone, telling him what to say to Megatron. Yeah, yeah. There was just there's just something about this that like really really got to me because like like that was brutal. Yeah, and he's by himself. Right. Well, it, it's it, it it comes down to like their their prior relationship, the fact that they were like best friends, and like yeah, this this is a moment for me where it's like the, the this is like the moment where it's like Rhinox is gone to me. You know what would have made that more personable to me? I'm glad that it affected you, but it would have really sunk that moment in for me because before I was just like, oh, well, Tank Knox, blah, 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 must have shot him and he moved on. If he had said something like, you were my, you were my little buddy once, but not anymore. Or do you know what I mean? Like something that let him know that he does have those memories, but that's not him anymore. That would have killed me, I think. Or if he came up behind him and he was like, sorry about this little little buddy. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it it the even the way it's presented killed me. It, yeah, it's thanks for pointing that out. Like like I said, like even just talking about it, like I was starting to like choke up a little bit. Yeah. And like things just get worse because as Meg as Tank Knox is feverishly talking through the diagnostic drone, trying to convince megatron to activate the his doomsday that that giant sigma balls <laughs> laser yeah. the, the giant sigma baller the sigma baller the sigma baller and the uh and the auto uh the vehicons there you go that's the name of his band sigma baller and the autocons vehicons yeah, sigma baller and the autocons there you go i like that yeah autocons <laughs> <laughs> 
Dun 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 Otacon? Otacon! Is there ever a scene where that's the case? Where you're playing as Otacon and if he dies, Snake yells his name? No, I don't think so. I feel so. like there should be. You know? There should be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, there you go. We always have to bring up <laughs> uh, Metal Gear Solid. Uh, but anyways, the gig is up. Megatron's like, do I detect a hint of you being a little bitch? <laughs> like you have some sort of personal do I, stake. Do I detect a personal stake? I'll have you know I like mine medium rare. <laughs> I, rat- but I was just about to make a joke about that. <laughs> and um, immediately he's like, no, I, I, my will is only that of my master. <laughs> I I, I actually I I like prefer my steak well done. I'll have you know. Megatron goes heathen, <laughs> chokes him out. Uh, yeah, this guy had way too much personality, even when he's not being controlled by Tank Knox. Yeah, yeah, and we we've talked about that. At I life. will not be denied. <laughs> and again, he's what does he do? He, I swear he's done this like three times now. He th- smashes his um, iPad on the ground. <laughs> and damn it, that $10,000 Walmart gift card was mine. <laughs> and the, not yours. The iPad. Fuck you, Megatron. <laughs> slides across the, the floor and like bounces against like Rat Trap's twitching body. Hey, this yeah. is this what hurts. got me. It bounces against Rat Trap and like. He's just a slowly dying animal that he doesn't give a shit about. Tank Knox runs over the the iPad to extra destroy it, almost hitting Rat Trap as if he didn't even care he was there. Yeah, <sighs> like I said, this this shit hurts. And in he in his throes of pain, uh, Rat Trap radios Optimus, and he says, "Optimus, help me." That's when it. It wrecked me hearing him like dying, like saying, help me. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. The, yeah. the, the, the whole thing got me and honestly, like kudos to, uh, to Scott McNeil, right? His voice acting here. He, the, the voice acting in this show has consistently been 10 out of 10. There's not a, there, there's no dead weight in this cast whatsoever phenomenal yeah. it, it, like even right down to the diagnostic drone yeah <laughs> i don't know why i was made british but here i am <laughs> oh christ we i don't think anyone else has that accent on transformers <laughs> yeah he has a very like mm, yes yes your eminence like a second in command uh brown nosing kind of light british accent it's kind of like stuffy like old man like rich yeah, old there, man there british go. yeah so uh primal hears rat trap like ask for help and uh he kind of loses it and says this has to end and he goes and confronts megatron by himself he just 
again, he's done this before. Yep. And That's uh, true. yeah, yeah. He he's confronted him one on one several times. And they um Dragon Ball Z fight. Um Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they shoot lasers. Blue Kamehameha and um yeah, they they shoot lasers at one another and blue is good red is bad yep you try they try they try to argue with each other so this is um primal's reasoning this is what he did not tell the others presumably maybe he points and he's yelling at megatron and he says if you unleash if you unleash the sigma balls laser everyone's going to die on cybertron because the core will be destroyed because it has an organic core. And I'm like, oh. I, well, yeah, we, we've established that already. I just never thought about that. Well, that's and that's why they why, had to cut off the vines. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what, that's what yeah. they were so worried about last episode with the, uh, the, it'll the, the Sigma baller and... like spreading through the uh the vines like and they didn't it want it to an get organic to the core. like natural core then it'll destroy the planet um and what does Megatron say here no planets alive dumbass <laughs> yeah it, I thought that was a weird line uh no no planet is alive only infected yes doesn't throw the s on at the end but i thought that was a weird i'm like dude do you do you you know how planets work because like not alive but g living geometrically active geologically active i mean (laughs) yes um i'm sure i'm sure many people out there would uh would disagree that the planet is not alive. Looks like uh, your anger is getting the better of you, bitch. And uh, he shows good, um, good. Gary. I can feel the hate right? flowing within you. Yes, hate me. You'll hate me even more when I show you this. And he brings up some uh, whips screens. His dick out. Whips his dick out and uh, look. <laughs> Respect. You must respect its girth, Optimus. <laughs> Give it a rating, ten out of ten. Yes. I won't accept anything else. Anything less than ten, and you die. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah, all like all... Frankenstein. What did you do to it? Um, <laughs> and uh, it shows all the it's others. My like... beast cock. <laughs> Suck my beast cock, Gary. <laughs> And he shoots a laser out of it. Um, (laughs) The things I never thought I would say on this show. (laughs) Aha! So you do admit that you like some of the beast parts of yourself. No, I I didn't say that. It's it's my dragon dick. Damn it! Fine, you know the ultimate reason why I don't want to turn into a vehicle. I love my huge dragon dick. 
So will you. <laughs> and so will you. Yes. Get on your knees. Um, uh, and he's like, never. Sigma balls, Gary. <laughs> Sigma balls, Gary. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what happens? They fight. Uh, Megatron, they fight. He Meg Megatron, Megatron goes goes back into to dragon mode, and um, well, all of the other Maximals are um, being killed. They're all being hit by the uh, Sigma Balls laser. They're all being balled. And Megatron's like, <laughs> "How about that?" <laughs> Admit it, you've lost. Go on. Just one suck. <laughs> and your pain will all be over. I'll even let your friends go if you do a good job. Uh. Uh yeah, yeah. So Megatron goes into like dragon mode and they fight and yada yada. That's pretty cool. Um oh, it's a good they, fight. And they it's, they, a, it's a they, throwback they, to days of old. They they their beast modes. They uh they they banter back and forth about uh like the the shit going on, and then something crazy happens. Uh, Primal does bad touch, right? And he's like, okay, well, if you won't see reason, um, I guess I'm just gonna have to reformat you. Reformat and I was like, you. oh shit! And I'm like, oh. Holy shit. Right? Because then he would be techno organic. Yeah. Whether and he likes would, it or not. And what would that look like? I'm well, we don't get to see, but I would have really liked to. It would have been he, fucking wild, man. <laughs> well, he, he gets interrupted as he's trying to uh reformat uh uh Dragontron by uh Tank Nox. Yeah, Tank Nox shoots him and he's like, Gary, 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 Gary. I thought you were all about consent. What did I tell? What did I tell you about date rape, Gary? That's that's what happens here. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And Megatron uh, like angstily like looks over at Tank Nox. Well, you're welcome, buddy. Um, and actually, like uh, speaking of like emotional moments in this episode, uh, um, uh, Gary Primal as he's like being like converted to techno matter he's yeah. like lying on the ground and he looks over and he's like rhinox and like just the way the line is delivered like you can tell i don't know like maybe i'm projecting a little bit but like i feel like i can hear in optimus's voice the way he says rhinox's name that like even though like all the like bad shit the tank or has done he's still Rhinox. this season he's still rhino he's still his old friend to him and he still loves him he he'll he can't destroy him right like it's it's one of those yeah and you know what at first i was like eh but now that we're like finishing up season one i'm like man it, the writing's good <laughs> like it, in making somebody that you really don't want to kill that you know is good. Like, here's the thing. If they converted him to, if they gave him like a, like a maximal body again, would, 
would he be better or is there other reasons that he's he's bad now right like it's it's tragic it is yeah yeah it it seems like his time as a spark uh like a suppressed spark in Tankor's body it seems like he went a little wackadoo yeah being alone and in the abyss we don't know how much time has passed yeah right? being a spark a spark without a body maybe that makes you go nuts mm-hmm. we, it, it's interesting to, it to is contemplate. And, yeah and it's just it's sad overall it is it makes it better and it makes it interesting because now the bad guy's not just megatron and indeed, Tank Knox um, aims his uh, Sigma Balls laser at uh, Sigma Baller at Megatron. And I'm like, isn't that what Megatron wants? <laughs> and I'm like, well, no, because he's afraid that he'll die. Yeah. And yeah. indeed, the same thing would probably happen to Megatron, right? Yeah. He'd turn all blue and probably like fall on the ground. And uh, But then suddenly... He gets electrocuted and like energy bindings fall from the ceiling and grab him. Yeah, and uh You uh, can't destroy me. <laughs> and I like did this you, head did swag. You, did did you really <laughs> think goes here? That did you really think that when I gave you a spark, I wouldn't anticipate that you would be a fucking asshole and put failsafes in. To prevent it's hardwired your treachery. into your programming, bitch. Really? Come now. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, yeah. You don't get to fuck me over, no. I am the one who fucks. <laughs> As you so rudely interrupted. <laughs> we were playing with consensual non-consent, and you had to ruin the party. <laughs> So Megatron's doing his like last victory speech here upon a fallen tank Knox and a um, techno dying primal. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I can't remember. Gary is like, oh, I have the the uh, uh, Omega plasma chamber, whatever. I can still remotely activate the Omega plasma chamber, Megatron. You forget that. And he's like, ha, 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 Optimus, you're a fucking pussy. Yes, you don't have the stomach for genocide. I know you too well. Please now. And I think that is the line. You don't have the stomach for genocide. You don't have the stomach for genocide. Actual line in the show. Yeah, Yeah, good line too. And Gary's just like, well, you you think so, huh? And his eyes glow green and Megatron's like, (laughs) whoa. Yeah, he's like, you don't have the balls. I know that you would never do that. And Prime Primal's like, not this time. And you could see as his eyes are glowing and he activates it, Megatron being like, through his expression, it's the biggest, like, what? <laughs> he's probably ever, ever contemplated because in all of their years of their relationship, I don't think he would have ever thought Primal would do something like this. Even Tank Knox. 
this is the reason why he gave it to him. He never thought that Primal would do this. And well, yeah, uh, this is very much like, uh, like, uh, well, uh, well, this is kind of like uh, uh, Megatron. It at the end of uh, Beast Wars, uh, uh, the second right. episode of Beast Wars, uh, Beast Wars Part Two. Uh, Megatron was like, "For if I must die, I shall take you with me." That's kind of what Gary's doing here. He's like, "Well, all we're the Maximals are dying. He's we're dying. It's this or they die." Yeah. <sighs> Neither are really good options. No, and uh, indeed, uh, Megatron is just like, ha ha, two can play. And he fires the giant Sigma Baller. And he screams, what does he say? Let the something fall where they may. Let Let the the chips chips fall. (laughs) And as he screams that, like a mad scientist, like retaliating, I'm like, what the fuck is this? I I was like a little like, you know, like goosebumps when this was happening. Because indeed, after he screams that, he activates the giant. The giant um, Sigma Baller. The Sig- Sigma Baller Omega. <laughs> and I'm like, what does this mean? Uh, I like how it activates. It shoots up into the sky and like creates a giant tear. And uh, uh, the the episode ends with a shot of uh, Gary uh, dissolving. Yeah, there's a giant. It almost reminds me of the time storm. I was going to say, yeah, it reminds me of the end of uh, season two of Beast Wars, the the time storm. And like Megatron's looking around, like all of them, the Maximals are looking around. Um, The Vehicon generals are like, uh oh, like what's going to happen from this? And like you said, Gary Primal looks at his hand and it kind of like disappears digitally. Mm-hmm. It's disintegrating. I and, can, uh, it's hard not to go and just watch the rest like go into season two. Like I did. <laughs> and uh, this is probably the most difficult. Uh, this is probably the time in all of Too Much Energon where it's the most difficult sorry where i've wanted to go and watch the ep- next episode really badly right same same that and that's why i did because i I'm can't like, even fathom what's going to happen man it's no you can't that's all i'll say like some fucking wild stuff happens in the first like few episodes of season two that i watched like now historically speaking when something like this happens, it's because they're changing the figures <laughs> to, to sell different toys, transmetals. Yeah, right, yeah. Uh, but like, nothing like that happens in this show. I, yeah, because they get to write Thankfully. it. They're not being run by Hasbro <laughs> <laughs> or um, whoever, whatever toy company. Or are they? I don't know. Uh, they still are, but uh, they have more uh, freedom. They have more freedom, and uh, this show was kind... The toy line was kind of built around this show, whereas Beast Wars was built around the toy... The show was built around the toy line. The the toys started coming out first, and the show was built around it, and um, along with it, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, Shall we get into ratings, then? 
Oh, yeah. All right. Who wants to go first? Well, uh, why don't you explain to the audience uh, our, oh, our rating yes. system is? You're on too much energy, John. We rate everything, whether it's an episode of Beast Machines or an IDW Beast Wars comic or a Japanese Beast Wars movie <laughs> uh, on the too much energon scale. It is a three-point scale ranging from not enough energon, a sufficient amount of energon, to too much energon. It is bad, okay, good. Uh... So, what uh, I'm going to lead this off right away and say that this episode gets a too much energon from me. Um, what a great way to end a mostly great season. There was only a couple of like not so great episodes. Yeah. Uh, man, the the stuff with uh, I talked about it at length, but the stuff with uh, tank, the very subtle stuff with Tankor and Rattrap, like that, really got to me. Um, uh, the the uh. Uh, the the finale where Meg or Optimus is just like you know what fuck it, Doomsday and Megatron's like what? All right, fuck it indeed, Doomsday. Yes. How about double dooms? How about <laughs> double dog Doomsday? <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, like, great. He just did that because he's like, let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do we got to lose now? We're we're probably all gonna die anyway, so that, that's a good point. Yeah, might as well go out with an even bigger bang. Yeah, uh, great episode. Uh, too much energon. I'm gonna mirror that. It gets a too much energon for me. Um, much to Tank Knox and Megatron's, and my own surprise, primal. Pressing the big red button and being like, no, fuck you <laughs> at the end. Uh, I really like Megatron. It reminds me of like season two and three Megatron in the good episode of Beast Wars in the good episodes where all of his plans were like multi episode, like long cons. Mm hmm. And you're like, what's going on? And then when it would reveal it, you're like, oh, he was always in charge of that. Man, that felt good. And I, I'm i glad they went that direction with Megatron in this. Right? Yeah, like totally. he, he lets people think that they're in charge and that they're winning as long as it benefits him. Yeah, so I, I dig that vibe. Like Technox being like, ha ha, looks like I win, buddy. And he's like, oh, do you now? <laughs> You forget. <laughs> I have your Netflix password. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it sounds like it's a universal too much energon from us. You're using my Amazon Prime account. Not You're just using for... my Amazon Primal account. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not just for streaming, no. I see that purchase history. You too are taking advantage of free Two-day shipping. 
This episode has been brought to you by <laughs> by Amazon, Amazon Primal. Primal. <laughs> Uh, go to amazonprimal.com and enter the coupon code uh, Energon. <laughs> two, say, like the number two, much Energon. <laughs> uh, Alright, so uh, that was uh, episode 13 of Beast Machines, End of the Line. So, this um, the name of this episode actually reminds me of a song that I really like. That came out also came out in 1999. It's by a I always want to say group, but it's not it's not a group. It's one guy, uh, Payne, uh, Peter Tad. It's a, a industrial project by a legendary metal producer and musician Peter Tadgren. He's most mostly known f- for uh, uh, being the frontman of hip hop death metal Swedish death metal band Hypocrisy, but he's also done a shitload of producing. Like he. Uh, uh, he has a uh, well, well-known and well-respected uh, studio in Sweden called the Abyss Studios. He even produced Amana Marth's first album. Oh, Amana, Mar- my That's my rad. favorite band. Yeah. Um, but so uh, he has an industrial project uh, called Pain, where he sings, actually clean, does clean vocals, sings, and uh, plays all instruments. And uh, on their sophomore album in 1999, uh, the first track on that album is called End of the Line. I'm watching the music video now. Um, <laughs> I'm fucking tripping. Uh, this I'm is gonna, very Beast Machines-ish. Uh, I'm going to throw the, uh, the, the song at, at the end of this episode. So uh, if you, you want to hear what I'm talking about. Uh, uh, I'm all, just, I already dig it. Uh, it's actually uh, one of my favorite albums. That album in particular is one of my favorite albums of oh, all time. I'll, I'll have to give it a listen to. Uh, check out the song. Um, uh, trying to think of what would be a good one. Uh, Suicide Machine's a good one. Uh, on and On. Yeah, check out Sweet. those ones. I will. Check out On and On. That, that, that'd be a good one to, to, to start with um yeah so that 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 song is going to be at the end of this podcast if you want to hear what i'm talking what we're talking about uh just uh listen all the way to the end uh if you want to support the show go to patreon patreon.com slash lasercomb l-a-z-o-r-c-o-m-b where you get hours every week of bonus preamble audio where we kind of just shoot the shit talk about this that or the other thing uh uh, starting at the five dollar and up tier. Uh, also at the five dollar tier, you get our monthly uh, uh, spinoff of this show, Too Much Galavar, where we talk about the monthly IDW uh, 2021 Beast Wars comic book. We're going to be doing a new episode of that soon because mm. uh, uh, they're uh, the latest issue came out a couple weeks ago. So we're that little joke um, that he made when um, what did you say? Uh, Megatron's views were galvanized or so, Gal- galvanized yeah yeah and you're like huh <laughs> right um if you're curious why it's called too much galivar uh yeah uh, it's a secret yeah <laughs> you have to go listen to us rant about the comics yeah well you can 
you can hear you can get a taste of us talking about the comics on i think it was too much energy on number 40 48 47 48 where we actually there. go over the first three issues first five. Oh right. wow it's been that many geez time time flies right the first five and uh since then we've been doing the issues uh one at a time each each episode usually ends up being about a half hour or so long the last one was almost an hour i feel like a lot happened (laughs) a lot happened and uh yeah it was a fun one so uh yeah yeah, too much galivar uh at the five dollar and up tier you also get a monthly commentary track from us we're behind on that so we gotta we gotta we'll get get them out to you we got to get that out soon. Uh, $10 tier is where things get really exciting, though. You get our weekly uh, news and current events program, Lasercomb Tonight. Uh, you also uh, get to pick a show for us to review a random episode of on our weekly podcast, the Lasercomb Podcast. Uh, it could be anything, whatever you want. Uh, the only limitations on that are show has to be ended and it has to be narrative based so no game shows no reality shows uh no sport sporting things nothing like that as much as i love pro wrestling it doesn't count Um, no price is right (laughs) no price is right so uh uh ten dollar and up tier gets you that there's also a 25 dollar tier that gets you a t-shirt that's basically the you like really really love us tier also Uh, a way to get a t-shirt also a way to get a t-shirt uh, and you so, get yeah. all the perks and all previous rewards. Yeah. yeah. So uh, no, Patreon... you just get a t-shirt. <laughs> Patreon.com slash lasercomb. Uh, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash too much energon or facebook.com slash lasercomb. Laser co- the lasercomb Facebook page is kind of dedicated to all the shows we do. Uh, whereas the too much energon page is just related to the show. Haven't been as active on there as much as I'd like to lately, because honestly, I kind of hate Facebook now. So I haven't been motivated to actually. Both, both of us fell off of Facebook. I check it like once every four days. Yeah, I, I don't even have it on my phone anymore. So I haven't been terribly motivated to update the Facebook page lately, but I'm going to try and get back into doing that soon. Um, Twitter at too much energon is the show's account it's mostly stuff about this show in particular or transformers news i post when i buy new transformers i post pictures of them there uh or you can follow me i am at lasercomb l-a-z-o-r-c-o-m-b cal you are also on twitter yes i'm on the twitters uh neo from the matrix neo uh neo underscore cal so n-e-o underscore k-a-l um I've mostly just been making memes lately to entertain myself. My <laughs> most retweeted and liked post was the Binome Vember post where I just posted a picture of Megatruck. Weird. <laughs> Weird yeah, the, indeed. <laughs> yeah, the 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 alphanumeric uh uh Twitter account has actually gained a quite a few new followers since I started uh posting in the binome Vember, which I still keep just reading as by November in my head. <laughs> which I'm <laughs> me, like me too, I'm, I'm like I'm I'm a okay with that. Yeah, by November. Yeah. Oh. Oh my leg is cramping really oh, hard oh. right now. Holy that's shit. a sign. That's our body telling live us on the air. Wow, go, this <laughs> Wow, this is really fucking me up. Uh, Jesus. Ugh. Live pain. He's alive. 
so uh if if you're into that uh uh well all the power to you uh <laughs> uh if you're into that subscribe to the patreon and uh i don't know where i was going with that anyway uh we'll be back next week with episode 65 of too much energon which is kind of just going to be a hangout episode we're just gonna kind of talk about uh season one of beast machines in yeah. broad strokes and uh this that or the other thing probably be a lot of off-topic shit on that episode yeah it's just going to be the siege and the cal shooting the shit about maybe the whole thing machines. will be in character us maybe, doing impressions maybe the whole thing will be us reading shakespeare it was the night before christmas and all through the house not a maximal was stirring not even a, a rat, rat trap <laughs> Uh, uh, so yeah, too much energy number 65 next week. Keep an eye out for that. Until then, I've been one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. And I'm NeoCal. And until next week, it's the end of the line. You're broken to pieces, crushed by the facts. It's the end of the line. It's not the way it's supposed to be. I am transformed. <laughs> <laughs> Beast mode.